What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 97. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. And joining me today, two watercolored weebs who turn to literal solid blocks when they think no one is looking. Dave Grimma. That's me. A hey, I'm not a weeb. Uh, I've never had somebody <laughs> threateningly fold their jeans until just now when Anne-Marie came into the den, looked at me in the eyes, and threatening. She looked at me like she was going to murder me with jeans in her hands and just it's folded them. Probably because you're a, you're a big weeb. She know? Big jean weeb. Jweeb? Wow. <laughs> well, Sounds like a racial slur, but it it's does. not. Please move forward from that one. <laughs> well, speaking of racial slurs, we're talking about Greece. Uh, the 2018 Nomada Studios joint produced or developed rather or published exactly by <laughs> Dave's favorite studio or publisher oh. Devolver, Devolver Digital. Digital. Yeah. Sure. You know, not I Annapurna, a, Dan. Have I mentioned that I have a friend at Devolver Digital? No. Do you? I do. I was trying to like bury the lead, but I have a friend at Devolver Digital. Legitimately. Is it that lady who always gets covered in blood? At no, the press but she wanted, no, there's a girl, Tenna. I've known her. I thought it was Tina for the longest time. And then, Ouch. It's Tenna. And, th- she's, and then she corrected you. She's from Croatia. She's really cool. Hi, Tenna. I don't think she's listening. It's fine. But, she might um, be listening. No, well, I told her we have a podcast. You know, she's like, oh, cool. You know, like how people say. <laughs> it. Uh, but I've known her for like years on Twitter. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to be Pax East. I was like, dude, really? She's like, oh, my God, is this the month we meet? And then, yeah, she, she was running the booth. That's how I got my jacket. She's very nice. Awesome. Nice. Very cool. Well, so I told you'll I probably like, oh, never yeah, see her podcast. again because we're all going to leave inside our houses for the rest of oh, our so lives. So we're just going to go right into it. Yeah. Well, I we should because, listener, we we record this. Uh, I think if you're a longtime listener, you know we work on a two week cycle. So we record the podcast, <laughs> we edit it over two weeks, and then we release it. So right now, it's, the time today is March eighteenth. <laughs> date <laughs> is March eighteenth, two thousand twenty. We are on the beginning of the great quarantine phase of the coronavirus, and we hope you're doing well. We're I'm I'll, I'm losing my mind very quickly. You know what's funny? I just released today our episode, mm-hmm. the episode ninety six, mm-hmm. and we talk about Pax East and like how it's starting up Corona. And I'm like, wow, if they only knew, like how yeah, if they only knew. That's I was thinking it too, and as I was editing it, it's like we didn't know. You you young pups. I mean, we knew, but we yeah. knew, but we didn't know this. With and then what's gonna happen in two weeks from now? Who knows? We might all be perished. I don't think that's the case. See, no, you're, so bringing the, you're bringing the scaries to the podcast. You got to keep it light. Try not to bring the scary. No, don't bring the Everything's going to be fine. Wash your hands, everybody. Well, yes. But, wash your, wash your you hands. Know, don't kill grandpa. Right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a thing that people say? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something I'm saying. It's a great thing to say. <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> don't kill grandpa. Oh, my God. It's, it's These are times. Way. These are definitely times. And These are times. And that's why I think it's important to bring up and discuss because this will be... Hey, remember the time we did a podcast during the great quarantine phase? Yes. Of, this yeah. is a one part for us to make content, two parts for us to journal our times. What's happening in the world, yeah, our, yeah. in our, our lives. So how and, are you guys holding up? Okay, I, I'm I'm glad we're doing this still because, you know, I need to talk to people who don't live in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. how I feel. <laughs> it's so funny how – obviously there are fewer people in my house than in your guys' house. I can't even imagine what you're doing all day, Dan. Are you kidding? I'm just living. This is what I do. Like, I've been working from home for two years. (laughs) Yeah. And Andy's been working What's changed? We we just don't go out to trivia, which I was having. I I like trivia enough. But there are some nights where I'm like, eh. And now I got my wish. I didn't think it'd come in the shape of a global pandemic. But here we are. Are you Uh, still getting pizza? Oh, yeah. I had pizza last night. Um, Nice. It's funny because I went to the pizzeria. And I was like, hey, hey, how's it going? And um, this is the kind of pizzeria where it's called Mario's, and the guy who runs it, his name is Mario. <laughs> is, he the, is he the Mario? He, he is. <laughs> he, he is. He's the Mario that it was named after. Like, hey, yeah, it's my pizzeria, Mario. It's like you go to Trader Joe's, and the cashier's name is Joe. You're He's like, like yep. are you the Joe? And every time you meet him, he trades with you something. He has to. He has to trade. He, with he you. trades you with the goods with the money. You got a quarter? Just give me your quarter for mine. Anyway, so I went there, and it was just like this weird kind of somber, like, hey, yeah, how you holding up? Yeah, he's doing good. More orders. I'm like, that's good. That's good. And that's it. Like, it's such a weird mo- moment. Well, it's good to keep your supporting local businesses. I'm too too scared to Just, go out. Oh, you see, it, out really, yep. I've been washing my hands like crazy since right before PAX. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel clean, but also my hands are dry. So there's mm. that. But I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little like, you know, don't touch your face. Wash your hands. That's my rule right now. Hashtag Tomorrow we're going out. Curve. 
Oh, why? And why? he's got a physical therapy appointment that she cannot miss. And I okay, she can go to her. physical therapy. Yeah. Well, she's gonna get driven there. I'm not gonna let her take the subway. That's the kind of you know. You stay oh, okay. in the car. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, you're going it's out. your safe zone. I was no. like, and when you go to the door, you're careful with that door. And when you open everything else to your elbows, and she's like, yep, I got it. And so we're, we're all we're aligned on that, you know. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to put a point. I might wear rubber gloves if I leave the house. Really? If i got to go buy it's, something. It's hard to. That's, no, I don't know. extreme. That sounds extreme. Oh, don't shame I mean, me. I'm not shaming. I mean, I'm like, just, you know. It's the opposite. I'm trying to think, like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I feel like it's all right if you're going to keep all that germs to your house as long as you're not spreading it elsewhere. Well, that's the idea. You know what I mean? You have the gloves. You do everything with the gloves. Take the gloves off. Throw them away. Burn them. I don't know. That smell good. If I wore rubber gloves in public, I would just do the snapping thing. If somebody, like, looked at me weird, I would, like, snap them like I was a doctor about to do surgery. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Nice. Like, you, you, you think rubber gloves out in public and you think doctor and I think rubber gloves out in public and I'm thinking like of Dexter's mom Dexter's Dexter mom. oh from the show Dexter <laughs> from Dexter's laboratory oh Dexter's lab so you're thinking yeah. oh you're thinking Mark's gonna walk around with like kitchen gloves yeah no I'm like, <laughs> could you imagine no. kitchen gloves well, that would be expensive what? that's display. very easy to imagine <laughs> that took no that took no effort on my part in oh. an apron. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the store, puts on an apron and rubber gloves. And carries yeah, a neat it. cleaver, just ready. And it's a beautiful apron, too. You know, it's not just like, an, it's got flowers I on it. I always wanted one of those ones that says, kiss the cook, <laughs> even though I don't cook. He's getting that for oh. his birthday. Write it down. Write That's it down. It. <laughs> I'm doing it. Again, uh, very easy to imagine you wearing a kiss the cook apron. Mark, you well, are such it, a dad. I try. I, I mean, I, I don't even grill. <laughs> I have no point in wearing it. So my my we're gonna my be st- at his house. I'm gonna be grilling on his grill, and but Mark is still gonna be wearing the apron. I'll be standing there with the beverage, just supervising. He's, like he's the foreman. You know how the foreman wears a hard hat but never goes on the actual. You know, I'm a union man. I gotta just yeah. gotta make sure everything's okay. Wearing a suit but and a hard hat. What do you guys been? Have you guys been playing any games during the great quarantine? Because everyone's like, oh, this is the time to play games. You know, yes. I've been like, I, I, oh wait, yeah, Zelda. What am I crazy? I've been playing Zelda like. Why you? You found the thing. I got the last shrine in Zelda. I have obtained the armor of the wild, which is the reward for obtaining all the shrines in Zelda. You and did. I liked because Dave texted me about it. I'm like, oh, he's gonna do it, and you immediately were like, no, I can't do it. Oh, I was so. I was in a bad place. He had spent place. a long time on stream, like worrying about the one that he didn't have. It's. Literally a needle in a haystack when you look the at it. The thing about it was that he had a plan. He was like, I have three qu- I have three shrines left. And he's like, and they're all shrine quests. And shrine quests, shrines, are like, yeah, they're hidden, but like usually there's somebody to talk to that like inherently leads you to the shrine. So he just thought he had to go around each town talking to people to find it. Except he was wrong. He didn't have three shrine quests. Mm-hmm. He had two shrine quests mm-hmm. and a wild shrine out there in the world. The wild so, shrine was... How'd you find it? Well, so uh, my friend, uh, I guess I'll call her Bregan. I don't want to say her real name. I don't know okay. how part. Um, she, she, well, between Dave and her, they were both trying to help me without telling me, you know, like, here's where That's, it is. That sounds fun. But the hard part for them was that they couldn't figure out which shrine it was because they didn't have, like, access to my map. They had to, like sit and cross-reference, like, a shrine map that they looked up mm-hmm. versus a sh- my map, and it was impossible to do. Like, well, how would you know, like, do you so, get, like, a unique item from the shrine? You can check the map, and you, you see at, on the map. Oh, if it's, like if it's not on the map, I didn't missing. find it. Oh, that's not true. So, well, actually, that's not true. So if it's, not, if it's on the map orange, that means I found it, but I didn't solve it. If it's on the map in blue, I solved it. Oh, yeah. so that's not even that bad. You just compare map. Well, I wasn't going to look it up. That yeah, was my whole thing. We were like, oh, yeah, he, he cry. Yeah, he I didn't want to look up any guides. That's why it took me so long. So it also felt oh, so good. Oh, damn. Sir, you have no idea how proud I am. So then you're like finally, a guy who like gets a pack of Legos and you're like, I can use the picture on the front, but I can't use the directions. You've <laughs> never built Lego without without directions. Speaking of Legos, Nell, that is literally Nell's morning routine. She has, like, this Cinderella carriage, and she just keeps building it over Dude, and over again. Dude, you've, you've never built Legos without the, uh, instructions? Like, Oh, nope. Mark had, I, like, a bunch of Legos that he built specific um, spaceships with. 
that were non non instruction spaceships. I remember. I remember the armadillo was one of them. That was you the had a ship named the armadillo. That's bad. I remember that one. I had a uh, whole. I had like a, a lore going on. Yeah, <laughs> they they wow. possibly attached like Voltron style. I don't really remember. But I no, feel like I had that one was that was like a, like a bootleg X-Wing, yeah. I remember. Yeah, what was that one? The Cyclone? I forget what it was called. But I remember making those a lot. And I have all those Legos, and I want to bring them to Nell, but I don't think I'm going to say she, she wants age. to follow the directions. I'm just like, well, you could go outside the directions. But she, she I assume she's not using those smaller Legos yet, though. No, she's doing it. Oh, is she's she? got it. Yeah, oh, she's awesome. obsessed with them now. To know. So, wow. That's that's what I've been spending with my time. Watching <laughs> Legos get built as I lose my mind. I mean, it's house. there's also this show that you got to watch. Then while you're doing that, is uh, the Lego Master. Lego Master. It's such a good show. I mean, isn't it have that guy from? It's like Step Brothers, and he works at the helicopter factory, or the what? helicopter. Joy. Well, I don't know the actor's name. No, Arrested Development. Joe. Um, oh, Joe. So you were yeah. thinking of Adam Driver? Or, no, that is uh, Driver. No, what that's is his that, name? That's, 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 oh my God, that's, Annie, that's Kylo Ren. What, Kylo Ren. But but no, what's, the, what's his Batman. name? No, what's the, the, the low-cow calzone zone? The <laughs> low-cow calzone zone? <laughs> oh my God. Is that a thing? Hold on. Oh, it must be. Yeah, it's, it's from Parks and Rec. Calzone. Uh, there it is. No, not that guy. There's a no. recipe. Never mind, but no, I'm not watching that show. I'm not watching any shows. Actually, Molly and I started watching this show. Oh, I gotta forget what it was. It's made by the guys who did Stranger Things, and it's like this girl in high school, and everything's terrible in her life, and she's like developing superpowers. It's very edgy. I like it, but I forget its title, and thus I can't plug it. Mm. It's like Wait, a phrase. What's it? What's it called? What's it about? <sighs> I. It's this girl. Girl. And it's the people who made Stranger Things. And Stranger she's Things. Like, kind of in love with her best friend but her friend's not into Super her powers her, her friend's not gay and she is like in this like rundown town oh and she's I, I just get- found 11 hold on um 11 no not her creators like, anyway as you looked it up any, uh, hold any, on. Sh- sh- oh, yeah Go- dan googles dan uh, hold on <laughs> this no, is the no, portion no. when you say the people who made stranger things you mean like the producers the writers creators. i think it pro- the, it's got a similar vibe and it's got some affiliation to the show. Lister, if you know what, what show I'm talking about, you could write in and tweet us at that underscore machines. The show you're talking about is this. Although I'm sure within the next two weeks I'll find it. I think. Tyler. Nope. It's like a phrase. It's like, I I did something. I don't know. End, of the, end of the blanking world. Anybody have any video games they want to talk about? Oh. No. no. Just now? The only thing I'm playing is Overwatch. Oh, I'm, I'm not okay with this. From it. That, that, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna rep two games real quick that okay, I've been me. playing in my my times, uh, and I I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this because this this undid a great trophy wrong in my life and I was oh. glad that I was able to do it. I played through Vanquish, which is part of the Vanquish Bayonetta re-release by Sega, the mm-hmm. game with the most beautiful metal case of all metal cases, as which we discussed. Um, and back in the day when I played on PS3. A great travesty. It was playing the game on hard. And there's a goal to beat the game on hard. And as I was playing it on hard, I was also getting the like the is, collectibles. Uh, is, like the name the, wait, 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 wait. is the oh, name boy. of the show. If if you're one of us, come find us. The Darkest Minds? Is that it? Nope. Damn. That's not it. <laughs> it's, it I'm does not have okay a, with I, this. I am not okay with this. Yeah. It, I, I'm not okay with this. That's it. That's what I said like before, and you were like, nah. No, oh, maybe you were, I thought you were talking about the situation. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't okay it. with that either. <laughs> Ironically enough. Anyway, back to Vanquish. So there's like 120 plus like collectibles, and they were like really hard to find. So I was like using a guide for them, and I missed one. So I was like, oh, let me use the mission like select, and I'll just kind of go back and I reloaded the checkpoint to get it. And somehow that locked me out of getting the uh, you beat it the game on hard because I used mission select technically. Uh. So I was so frustrated. I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. And now they re-released it. It's now slightly prettier. runs very nice. And I was like, i got to get that trophy. And I did. And that game is great. Great game. I hope they make another one. It's just like super fun. Fat. It's like Sonic meets Gears of War, basically. Just zipping around, sliding, shooting. It was fun. Um, and then I'm playing Catherine Full Body right now. And that game is... 
stuff. It's one of, fav- one of Dave's favorites. Dave loves Catherine. I do. Yeah. It's great. You should I play would, this. It's, I should. It is, it's cool because they maybe, added... Do you have the physical copy? Maybe I'll borrow it. I do have the physical <laughs> copy. Absolutely, I do. Sorry. Whenever I see you again, once we're out of quarantine, I will give it to you. But it's like they added a, a whole third girl, and I think it's it feels like more than just kind of like DLC. It feels like a like a like a one point five almost, okay. mm-hmm. where she now brings out a whole different element to to Vincent. I guess real quick, if you don't know what Catherine is, Catherine He's, is the story of a man who yeah. is very Vincent. Vincent. He's in the of course voiced by Troy Baker, as everyone knows. As most and, male characters yeah. are somehow. As most if, ca- male characters. If you're a man are. in gaming, you're Troy Baker. You have or a Nolan strong North. chance of being <laughs> Nolan North or Troy Baker. And he's dating a girl, Catherine, who he's been in a long-time like relationship sh- with her, but it's not been going anywhere for a long time. It's right. They're exactly. they're stuck in a in a rut. Maybe and not. Maybe meets, not a rut. We're just they're not. You're tr- treading water for a long time with the same same lady. Yeah, and he's nervous about committing. And then he meets another Catherine, Catherine with the C, who's seductive and young. It is like tempting him to cheat. Now they've added another Catherine with a Q, who has like amnesia, and you like save her, and then you're helping her get on her feet. And I thought it was interesting because it brings out a whole other dynamic to Vincent that wasn't Mm -hmm. present in the first game. It adds like five endings. Um, and then the gameplay of it is very persona where you're you're hanging out with your buddies and building relationships in a bar during one part mm-hmm. of the day. And then the next thing it's like Qbert. And, and then every night climb. you're in a mm-hmm. you're in a nightmare scene where you have to climb a pyramid to get out. Right. With sheep And I've gotten back boards. into the swing of it. Like it took me a while to like Edge. remember like the techniques and stuff. <laughs> but super into it. I don't know if I'm gonna I remember when I played it the first time I end, ended up getting all the endings. Um Platinum's like crazy hard. I, I, I didn't want to. Go I remember for that. the arcade game inside the game. I thought was harder than the actual nightmares. I was messing around with it. I got like the first sixty-four boards into the first ten. They weren't too bad. No, the first. The, yeah, it was like when I got into like the thirties. I was like, no, this is not worth it anymore. Yeah, it's like so really, you have like really these hard. like limited amount of moves to do it in. Right? Yeah. So you have to really think about everything before you do it. And the hard, hard one, though, is there's this Tower of Babel thing where you have to climb a certain amount of floors, but it's randomly generated. So it's not even like you get stuck at a certain point and you can then kind of figure it out with retries. You have to kind of just think on the fly. And that that I don't think I'll ever be able to do. Mm -hmm. But great game. And I'll probably probably just beat it once, just kind of naturally, just see what ending I get. Mm -hmm. I'll watch the other additional ones. But good game. Um, and actually, real quick, just makes me think about as next gen talk is happening. Oh, where they're talking about the big buzz thing from Microsoft with smart delivery. How if you buy a game, you only have to buy it once, and it's basically like forwards compatibility, basically. Um, and then like Cyberpunk guys came out and they were like, "Yeah, you buy Cyberpunk 2077, that's the only copy you ever need because when there's a high res patch, you get it for free." I feel like I'm in the minority. I don't like that because i like the excuse of buying like i like a, a re-release like with like bells and whistles where'd you say that i said you like re-spending your money <laughs> i like re-spending my money and like but i just think of it like vanquish and full body like catherine full body like those were games that catherine and vanquish i probably would never have played again but because they've been re-released with you know up-res graphics and better frame rates and in catherine's case like a, a whole additional storyline like this feels like this is motivation for me to go back and play these games so i don't know it's like i, I feel like if that's the the wave of the new generation I, i'm probably not gonna play games again like this which is a little sad but i guess always moving forward end of an era end of an era but what is not the end of an era is the main topic for tonight i mean they'll still remaster games it'll just be a new game it'll still but will it though i don't know if people would go through that hassle then if they no, you know, it'll be like it'll be a long time away from now. But like, let's say take. Uh, I'm trying to think of a classic game that's like, let's say they just like FF7. They do it for like FF10. You know what I mean? Like and they re- totally remaster. Like no, yeah, they totally remake the game. Well, remakes I think are different, but like yeah. a remaster, Rema- like I mean, this Vanquish Bayonetta thing. Like I think it was on PS3. Now it's on PS4 and it runs slightly better and it looks nicer. I think it'll just depend on game. how much 
It's not the same game. Yeah, but you said they added all this content to Catherine. Well, yeah, like Catherine for Bodies. I wonder in the future, would that game just be like, it's a DLC thing? I don't know. I wonder. But anyway, main topic. Let's do it. Greece. Greece? Greece. 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 Well, but I'm not going to roll my R because I feel like that. Because then you're not... showing off? Then I'm like, I then mean... I'm trying to fake it. So I'm going to be American and say Greece. There you go. But it means gray in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And this Greece is the, is the for... word. It's the <laughs> word. It's the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Else? <laughs> Greece is a hopeful young girl lost in her own world, dealing with a painful experience in her life. Her Wait, journey... her name is Greece? Apparently. Her journey oh. through sorrow is manifested in her dress, <laughs> which grants new abilities to better navigate her faded reality. Because of the dress? I, this is all, we're going to talk about it, because <laughs> dang. Uh, recently reviewed positively, always reviewed positively, came out December 13th, 2018, by Nomada Studio, and published by Devolver Digital. Popular user-defined tags for this product are beautiful, atmospheric, great beautiful. soundtrack, like just great soundtrack. And there's one hidden tag. Fantasia. Uh, uh, like the Disney Blue movie? Bob Cut. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I always thought, like, Fantasia, the Disney quote-unquote classic, was, like, super artsy and, like, uh... Like, it's all with the dance and so That came to mind. It's indie, yeah. by the way, but that, you both nailed it. That you both are... You, you found <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, anyway. well, there's one part of Fantasia with the dancing brooms. That's the, that's the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Is there that's a dancing a, broom in this game that I totally missed? No. Oh, okay, good. I was like, it's what DLC. I, I beat really this really game. But, Dave, what are you just... Um, oh. I thought you reacted uh, to me saying you beat... I thought you were surprised. No, no, no. What? You were asking me to explain what the game was. I'm, I'm, I, you're obviously at the ready, so I will not... I'll you don't have out to of your way. He okay. has to. He has to. It's tradition. It's his job. Uh, Grease is less of a traditional video game and more of an interactive art exhibit, which happens to be a game. You'll platform and solve puzzles as you guide a tiny girl in a dress through a gray world to bring back color and try to find out the reason that that statue is so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Read it W for watercolor. Jerry, I need to know why the statue is so sad. I wanted to start with the the game metaphor things, but you had a comment in there that I strongly disagree with, so I feel like we should start there. What? I thought... The thing I was actually the most surprised about this is I actually thought the gameplay was actually pretty fun. Oh, and I okay. enjoyed like the puzzles and the jumping. You would. The... This is you. This is a Mark thing altogether. This is like how you love Inside. This is like because it's a puzzle platformer at heart. But I felt like the the platforming and puzzles are so far apart that it's just like every screen is beautiful. And I just felt mm. like it was in love with the vivid imagery. And I was like, yeah, but I want more game. See, I, I won't disagree with that. Because, yeah, if you're going to put a label on it, puzzle platformer. And the puzzles, the platforming, I think it's, you know, it's, it's there. But it's never really hard. Only in certain sections and towards mm. the end of the game where it really becomes, you have to really think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are puzzle things, but I would agree they are kind of few and far between. But... You didn't find them when they were there enjoyable? All right. Here's my thing. She moves too slow for me mm. to 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 get into, like, a groove. Because if I take a wrong turn or I miss something and I'm, like, exploring and I can't find it, I get kind of frustrated with Grease and how she doesn't get there fast enough. I, I, I can understand what Dan's saying. There's a, there's a part of me that was, like, this world is too vast for me to be um, so unsure that I'm walking in the right direction. Yes. Mm. And when I was at a point, I think it was towards the end. And again, this is going back to my inherent impatience in video games. I don't like waiting. I don't like reading. Just let me play the dang thing. That's not, oh, this isn't my like, you know, uh, this isn't good of me, but it, it's just like there were sections where I knew I missed certain collectibles, which I'm sure we'll get to. And I just didn't have the patience to go back. And that all came back down to how slow she moved. And in my head, I kind of shuffled it away from, like, this is not as much fun as it is in, uh, beautiful. And that's kind of where I went with that. So I didn't really dwell there, but I did there get are, there. I will say there are so many, like, 
um, moments where I took screenshots that I was like, I would have an art piece of just this screen. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. This game is yeah. gorgeous. See, and I wonder if maybe that's where my... It's one of those things where the bar was so low that it was surpassed. I was like, oh, the reputation I heard from this game is how, you know, is that art style, the watercolors, the, the way color actually even plays with the story. But like every, like Dave said, like every shot really is almost wallpaper worthy. And I remember, I don't know if it, I actually even think, Dave, you might have mentioned it earlier when you're playing. It's like, I wonder if this is a little boring. <laughs> so that was what I heard, that mm-hmm. it feels like an art piece that they kind of shoot a game into. Mm-hmm. So then when the puzzles started popping up, I was like, oh, this is like a puzzle. Oh, this has like stuff to it. Yeah. And maybe if it was for me, my bar was so low that mm-hmm. when the no, I think it's helpful. Up, I was like, oh, I, this is entertaining. There may have, I may have intentionally set the bar lower for you. Interesting. <laughs> See, Dave is always playing head games. It's even with the fantasy critic. Sometimes that game they work. Looks good. Was well, it? Is it not? Um, but let's get to the the, the nitty gritty because I think the biggest thing is this is a game that is trying to tell a, a narrative story through metaphor, and Correct. a common complaint about it is really that it's very obtuse. Yes, and mm-hmm. I can what? actually speak to this if Go you'd ahead. like. Um, this would be a good place to do it, Dan. Uh, first of all, we'll be spoiling this game. <laughs> oh, oh, sure. Good call. Spoilers. You know, spoiling the heck out of it. Um, so this game's about grief. Clearly. And, uh, maybe they were going... No, to me, not so okay, much. Check sir. the trophy list. It's because all there. I didn't, even, I didn't <laughs> check the tro- when I started the game up. I've been uh, I played it on about, the Switch. There was no trophy. Nope. Yes. And that's the thing. So like, I guess it was clear to you so we could talk about it. But I loaded the game up. This girl, statue, breaks apart. Very bash, falls down. Okay, got to get back up to the statue. Now, at no part did I think, oh, okay, somebody died and she's sad. I did think something was going on, and um, my, only... qu- my my question was, who died? Was it the right. statue? Was it the statue or you? Or was it mm. her? But the only thing I'm getting at is, I looked up a guide not to because I was stuck. I was and like, what All was right, the relationship? All... That was that was what I think. I I figured I was dead. Statue was broken up over it, literally. Oh wow! And and was uh. But what was my, my the question that I had that I never had answered was what was my relationship to the statue? Am I the daughter? Am I the mother? Like who? Am I a sister? Or am I just a friend? Like yeah, and that was I played through the whole game, and then I I think I missed uh, purposely when I was looking at the trophy list. I was like, okay, this is a platinum. I can get this platinum. So I played through the game just like normal, and then once I I noticed like I I, mi- I missed like three mementos going mm-hmm. through it. So then. I kind of looked up where they were, went and mm-hmm. got them. And when you get all the mementos, you trigger an additional scene, which is a memory of hers and her mother. So the statue is her mother. Okay. If I did not unlock that scene, I would not have understood that because I thought the same thing. I'm like, who is the statue? Because it doesn't overtly look like an older lady. I mm-hmm. thought it was it was her with long hair. I mean, they, I looked, so they looked very similar. And then, but one of us had short hair. One of us had long hair. And that's yeah. kind of what her mother looked like. And, yeah. and you know, and th- this is what's tricky too. So just from her body proportions, like, you know, she's like, her head looks like human, but her body is like stick-like almost. Mm-hmm. Like you're underneath very, her you're claw. You're probably Definitely younger. Uh, inhuman. Yeah, she didn't yeah, look so like, yeah. It's like the, the idea of what this world is. Is mm-hmm. this like actual, an actual place? Is this all mental? So it's like, it's kind of always blending that line of, all these things, but I think once you kind of get the idea of okay, this is her grieving, mm-hmm. but so yeah, you learn it's her mother. So the mother you is could... grie- the mother is grieving over the loss of a child, or no, really, her I interpreted it as her grieving over the loss of her mother. That um, I think wait, that... who the statue is the mom though, right? Yeah, and at the end of the game, Dan, did you beat the game? I did. Okay, sir. Dan did it. At the end of the game, the little sprightly girl in the dress goes up into the sky, literally right. ascends to the heavens. Oh, see, I interpret that way differently. Well, you see, I thought that was, <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed well, that was her dying and, and being okay with it, but she uh, did I, kiss the statue goodbye. Yeah. So it's like, okay. I, and like, and well, I feel like you're also like singing your last power that you get as in this game, you get powers. It's kind of like Metroidvania-ish in that way, and you keep getting a little bit more interesting abilities. But you're like you're singing, kind of a. I said I felt like you were just singing to let her know that it was okay. So you took it as she's dead. 
yeah. this is like an afterlife sort of thing. And so she's grieving her well, almost like the death. statues, the statues having a nightmare over the fact that they lost the daughter young, you know, mm. I'm going to go that way now. And that, and this is her helping the mother deal with the grief. So Bef- just like, you know, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. The world is still beautiful, even though I'm not going to be in it anymore. That's interesting, and that's probably the exact message. The the other thing about not knowing it was about grief, I guess what I was saying before, like when I read that guide, it said the stages of grief. And I'm like, oh, darn, okay. I guess I didn't understand. (laughs) So when I saw the statue, I immediately thought godliness. And I was like, oh, that's God. And and the girl is is either dealing with her own death or something about i just just, i immediately equated the statue to god and i that was her interpretation of god and um that was kind of where my head was like this is like her struggling with her lack of immortality and and seeing this big great figure (laughs) her being the girl not not the statue and it was just this whole thing in my head and i never get to the part where i thought somebody had died and it was just all a big i mean i knew it was all metaphor but i figured the characters were really in the situation they were in Mm. That's kind of like oh. I assume that okay. world was real to them. You well, know see, I mean? that's what's tricky about it. Cause I mean, it isn't that way. I thought it was all metaphor. I, well, I, I think that I think undoubtedly, yeah, this game I is all metaphor because yes. I think They're once you start walking rocks, yeah, because right. then when you start taking all these, these <laughs> elements, so the gameplay of this, as you're platforming and you're solving puzzles, you're trying to, you have two basic goals. You're you're finding these orbs of light which mm-hmm. eventually connect to a bridge in this temple. Yeah, every stage needs to every stage requires you to collect Yeah, to get the those orbs, to these like orbs of light. these are required collectibles. And at the end of those stages which kind of aligned with the stages of grief, there is a color which mm-hmm. you are able which you to, bring back to release the which then will kind of change the actual appearance of the world. Um and as you kind of go through them, I thought what was actually pretty impressive was it was almost like a Hellblade-ish kind of level of depth with all the things in the world. You could, I don't know if they're actually meant to it, but I was able, I feel like to take a lot of the things because the world is very odd. It's very fantasy like, but I was at least once you kind of have those levels of grief, I was able to kind of draw connections with, okay, this is what that, that's why that's there. This is what this is. So let me run you guys through exam quick. Yeah. Let me go through it. So here's what I wrote down. So it starts off with denial, mm-hmm. and that's that opening scene when you fall for the statue. So, uh, well, what's very, the first color you bring no, back? Uh, no, this would even be before that. So this okay. is just the black and white. It's just gray. Uh, walk, yeah, gray. it's very gray. Nothing you can happened. walk towards the statue, the first one on the left, um, and you can kind of see it. She kind of weeps at it, and then you keep walking. Mm-hmm. Then she goes to anger, and red. you have red. So, mm-hmm. and with the powers that Dave, as you kind of mentioned, you get different abilities. First, you just kind of move and jump. You get a block ability, which is able yeah. to turn you to a block. I'm not going anywhere. Block. <laughs> yeah. And I thought there was two interesting uses of it. It, it was kind of made you hard to things it, to, to move. And it was but you could also ground pound. Yeah. And you could break stuff. So right. that I was like, okay, anger, you can break things down. Yeah. Also being stubborn. Like, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm not exactly. moving. This is how I feel, man. Right. Like, mm-hmm. So beyond that, you get to the you're not green. So then that's the bargaining stage of grief. Yeah. So kind of this idea of growth and you meet that little guy who I thought was adorable. Yeah, that little, little blockhead dude. Yeah, he was cute. So he now fell, you're kind he of... shows you where to go. Yeah, so in that stage, you're kind of working sells, with him. <laughs> he sells him you apples. drugs so you get over your grief. Well, <laughs> no, actually, isn't it... Isn't just kidding, kids, don't do drugs. No, please. Um, yeah. Hold on. Wow, I just totally <laughs> lost my train please. of thought. Please, <laughs> Hold on. I need a second. I have a good point. So there isn't it bargaining. You have to pay him with apples. Yeah, so the idea of bargaining. So right. it's kind of like That's in great. this relationship, you know, if you think of it, just kind of a person who's actually going through this, working back and forth with them, trying to help this person move like, forward, you know, showing them there is things to life, that there is growth, that there is possibilities. Um, you could get higher, which the skill you unlock, double jump. Nice. Uh, Does double jump, <laughs> jump also float? I don't remember. Yeah. I took a break. Double jump through. slash float. Does both. Um, so then the stage after that, uh, oh, so depression. So what was the stage for a double jump? What did we say? Bargaining. 
No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, bargaining, yes. Okay. Green. Yeah. So next me. one, blue. Um, depression. Is so dead. now we're going into the depths. We're this getting to see how bad can things really get. They're water, so you can kind of equivocate that to like tears <laughs> and cold. You know, there are the ice sections of being cold. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that aligned pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, her being able to then swim, how, you know, swimming mm-hmm. in the depths of depression. Um, and then lastly, this idea of yellow, which is the last thing, and you go into that kind of where um, there is the flipping of there's light now and things that are there that you didn't see mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So her kind of getting to this higher place and worlds, finding worlds get flipped situation. upside down. Well, sometimes, it's kind of about sometimes in this game you have to go down to the bottom in order to come back up. Yeah, so like just kind of seeing things from a new perspective and realizing that there are different angles to things, but having that perspective now to see the whole picture of things. Mm-hmm. And there are these kind of elements of there's like this giant black icky bird thing. It's an anamorphic yeah. creature for sure that does not maintain its shape. It definitely starts mm-hmm. as a bird and then becomes, becomes a eel. eel. Yeah. Right. So then she's kind of going back and forth this, and I kind of saw that from the color. Like, this is her sadness. This is her depression. Mm-hmm. She has, you know, the segments where she runs from it. The end sequence when she finally is able to kind of fix the statue where she finds her voice again. She's able to kind of become herself again and she's almost swallowed by it but she's singing at the end to kind of assert herself and the things she's been through to kind of get beyond this so if i'm reading all these things correctly i do think that's pretty interesting that like hellblade not as cleverly or i don't say the clever but not as actually because that's the other thing it's about what's clever well hellblade i thought for a game about uh what is it? I guess mental illness will the way we'll phrase it. Mental like, illness slash grief. I mean, yeah. it's probably in, in that both game, of those in tandem. Well, we, we really liked that game because I think we talked about how everything was like symptomatic of it, the way the sounds would play, the pattern seeking. Like, it was all actual symptomatic of her condition. Yeah. This, I, mean, I thought, did similar things. But then I think the conversation about is this game pretentious? I think it's worth having because I think for me, when I try to figure out is something pretentious, I think there's a good value to things being subtle and that you can, the points that are trying to be made are subtle enough that you feel like you're experiencing something, a narrative, but the things that are kind of given to you are are subtle enough that it's there to kind of draw the dots, but it's not thrown in your face. I don't think it's pretentious, but I do think it's like, vain go on like it it's beautiful and it knows it's beautiful Mm. and it's gonna give you every opportunity to see how beautiful it is yeah like it throws it in your face uh but not to your just like it's not Not, yeah you're not like you're not like you're disappointed with that or like okay but there will be a moment maybe like oh this falling scene is a little bit longer than it needs to be hmm there you know were also I mean? scenes like, that took you out of the control and you were just kind of watching. Like there was yeah. the, one of the, the eel scene. It's so scary, so dangerous. You could stop touching the controller and nothing yeah. changes. Like you can dash and it looks like yeah. you're getting away from, but you can't really lose that. Like those and, change camera perspective a little bit to make you feel like you're, you actually are controlling it, but yeah. And it, it definitely it really matter. Yeah. reminded me of the sea of uh, solitude. And mm. I mean, actually, one big comparison between those two games is that you're those big uh, depression monsters. You're yeah, you're a small person character in this world of big scary monsters, and th- that game kills you if you mess up. And you, I mean, would then realize just the gravity of the situation. Like, okay, if, if I go in the water, the big scary whale monster is just gonna eat me. In this game, there wasn't really any sense of urgency, and I think that worked against it, but not in a big way it just definitely didn't make me really scared of anything i was just kind of watching it unfold and then solving puzzles and you keep comparing this game to hellblade but you know what game i kept comparing it to well i think it's exactly like hellblade but super mario brothers 2 (laughs) no i was gonna say was was rhyme (laughs) oh wow well i wanted to bring up rhyme ultimately because i think i like this game better when it was rhyme (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know and in rhyme you can easily that's the other thing that urgency is there and i think that's important when it comes to this stuff because you're really i don't know it puts you in it 
I yeah, that's important. <laughs> I like this game better when so it like, was I like this game better when it was right. And, like, I don't think this game is pretentious either. I do think it knows where its strength is, and its strength is in its art style. So mm-hmm. it does kind of put it in your face. Um, yeah. But I thought, like, comparing it to Rhyme, and I, I think... But Rhyme you know, has like, more Rhyme game. Is, Rhyme has Rhyme, more game. Rhyme is Rhyme much is, more of a game. Yeah. Rhyme is much more of a game game. And the gaminess of it, it enough to keep you Very kind scientific of, terms we're using right here. The gaminess of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like the mechanics yeah. of it, yeah. that the puzzles and the platforming and all those things were so much more in your face that that is kind of the focus of kind of conquering these boards. And then you're able to kind of piece the stories together around it, where this kind of felt the opposite way, where it's presenting you just these images and there is gameplay there. It There needed to be more of it, but it just felt like that's where the focus was. Mm-hmm. But it, for both games ultimately doing the same thing, I felt like the messaging in Rhyme just felt so much more impactful to me. A, mm-hmm. well, I think also because it's dealing with the child, which I think is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it also, like, the story well, was much more... Well, they're both dealing with a child, maybe. Well, much I guess more Rhyme, well, Rhyme is much younger. The yeah. Freckles told me that the girl in Greece was young. I don't know why, but I feel like Fre- that's freckles young. means young. No, old people have freckles. So all the young know. people have freckles. I don't so. know, but so in, but in rhyme, the story is a lot more. You know, it's a little obtuse, but it's also like you think you're dealing with one person's death, but really it's your characters. And it's yeah. Like, and, oh. And I, and I liked the payoff of all the things in the world, like the 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 big vulture thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fox, like. It made like it had a payoff at the mm-hmm. ending because it's like oh I understand these were all toys that he had spoilers mm-hmm. for Ryan, but you should listen to that podcast because it's awesome. Um, and this it stays so obtuse to the very end. Yeah, until it's there like, is no until it's right in the game. Payoff. It's like oh acceptance. Yeah, it's just like, like there's no big like, payoff. Oh, they're the just end. telling me now. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, Dan, you brought up Sea of Solitude, like, and I I, th- I remember from that conversation I was way more down on the game than you guys. That game. I think felt a little bit more pretentious to me because it was so on the nose as opposed to this, where this old, you know, it does present the whole levels of grief. And then once you kind of use that as the outline, but like that kind of paints using Mm -hmm. the color term kind of paints on what all these experiences are. And if Mm -hmm. you didn't have that, like, I, I don't know. Like there's this thing about knowing upfront, whether or not it's about grief. There are other games that are about grief that don't, like slap you in the face with it and this game maybe it also could have benefited which i think it did from not slapping you in the face with it i mean the tones are pretty obvious when you think about it but like i I, maybe it's just me being naive but i you know i didn't really think about the stages of grief while i was playing this and i think that just got me through it more because i was like okay what's this oh what's this oh what's going on here i find that interesting too because like knowing it was about the stages of grief painted my like that's what I was looking Experience. for, right. yeah. And if I didn't know, like if I just walked into this game cold and I knew nothing about yeah. it, and like I, I became more aware that it was about grief as I played through the game. You're right. Like, I, I think was, that's like, that's the think, intended like, hope. I th- I think I realized it by like the blue mm-hmm. board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but before that, I was like, this is just kind of like a weird Wonder World. See, but do you think that that makes it better knowing that? Like having that template to put on it, because I, I I really do think if I didn't know about it, mm. like that's what I was trying to do, I would have been a little bit more frustrated by it by the end. Like I don't know what it's trying to do, but uh, because I knew that ahead of time, I knew the framework which to view all these events. I you see I I started not liking it because of how sluggish it feels, and as you get more powers, I started liking it more. Mm. And all that being said, I enjoyed it for what it was maybe, for a, maybe a that's, while. Good, like, because that's how you should feel about grief, you know. Right, you're slowly you're dealing with the, the you're, de- you're dealing with the loss, and you hate the loss, and you hate experiencing <laughs> that. But then you know yeah. it gets a little bit easier, and you realize, hey, maybe I can grow as a person from this. I don't know. And I'm, <laughs> I think that's definitely the message. I mean, there's a really annoying comparison that I'm going to make is to <laughs> Destiny Two, is because you fall first. And then in oh, Destiny, Destiny, when you're... Ca- Look, listen, it's a play <laughs> You uh, lose your light in the beginning of the story campaign, if you can even remember that far, so far back now. I forgot but they found you. You, you lose your light, and there's no more powers. And then when you wake up, you're like walking real slow, and you don't know what's going on. It's a very stark contrast to how the whole game plays, usually, which is, you know, you're floating around, you're zipping around, and mm-hmm. rolls, and crazy fast. And that, to me, at the time, was pretty 
impactful too. Cause I was like, oh, this is way different than Destiny. And that's kind of how I felt at the start of Greece. Cause she looks very agile and she looks, you know, it's spry. And I'm like, okay, this character's going to zip around, but she does she not. She looks spry. She's got those spiny little hand legs that don't even. <laughs> hand legs? <laughs> her hands and her legs are the same. They're just yeah, pointed. They're just like little stick. Sticks. It yeah, almost for a second. I mean, if, if the dress wasn't so pretty, it looked like the artist was like, eh, she's got a head. And then just drew the arms. It reminds me <laughs> of an old Gallagher joke. He was talking about like, like God made us and we're like these beautiful creatures, but he didn't figure out how to make a stand. And then he's just like, I'll just bend the bottoms. Well, any, any final words you guys want to break up any final points? Uh, I guess I'll start. I don't know. I really, it, it definitely was beautiful and I definitely will suggest this to people. I know that, um, haven't played a game about grief before maybe i think this is a, a it's a good first one i guess is a good way to put it because it, it doesn't hit you over the head with it mm-hmm. um and it's not hard to play you know mm-hmm. so i think that's really it's impactful and beautiful in that way so mm. dave i mean i i i enjoyed it but i did get frustrated at the speed at the, at the beginning of the game and uh but you know natalie's really into it right now she's re- you know so that's something Hopefully, she, you know, I'm I'm That's waiting for the like, conversations of like, hey, what does this mean? Why is that? Why is it like? Why is that statue sad? <laughs> no, she hasn't well, grasped. That, she hasn't grasped any of that yet. But I'm like, there's yeah. no real like, harm I find in this in the story or or the artwork. So I was like, you know, yeah, you yes, you can play this game. It was and that was rated too. E for everyone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's important that it's accessible without it being overtly sad. Yeah. But it does feel sad for sure. So she'll feel something. <laughs> I mean, I think it feels like it feels like an art piece, really, mm-hmm. with so much focus on the art style, and it is it is beautiful. It is breathtaking. Um, but and I think I I like this game. I I think I went into it with the expectation that I wasn't gonna like it. It just for the things I, I heard more negative things about it than positive, mm-hmm. and it was like, why do people like this game? Like it's so up its own behind. Um, so I, I was actually surprised and I kind of mentioned earlier, like the gameplay, I, I agree is definitely slower in the beginning, but once you start getting the powers and getting the puzzles, like, Oh, there, there's things to it. But ultimately, I think if you want to play a game about grief, I think this is ex- more accessible than rhyme, but I think rhyme's a better game personally. Yeah. Fair. Uh, I know we just did the last thing, but I want to do one more last thing. That's you're doing to Dave. I'm doing it. But how, like, do you, you know guys... when they talk about this, I'm proud of, you... I'm proud of you, Dan. Look, I think this is good. I've done the Dave things like crazy tonight. I interrupted Mark's intro, and I'm, oh, it's so good. It feels good to be Dave. Um, so. You guys think this would be a better cartoon, or just something to watch? Like, would you rather have had that out of this, a uh, ten minute, twenty minute cartoon to watch? I don't know. It comes back no. to that whole idea. It's you know where we we talk about so many games. It's like when. You know, what is the value of the interactivity of this mm. game? Like, what does that add to the experience? And I don't feel... Investment, like in, an the char- investment in a silent character? I don't know. No, I, mean, I just... I don't know. Like, personify with a character without controlling them to a point. And I'm like, I'm not sure if this game necessitates that uh, yeah, all the time. All the time. I know it's you know there's little things like you know when you're work in the bargaining thing where you work with the little guy and you give him the apples it's like you gave him the apple you're able to you were the one you did that you were giving him the apple right um when you're you're swimming through the depths like you you are doing that like I don't know like that's why I think again why we do this podcast versus we do a movie podcast or whatever it's like we all appreciate the power that feeling that this you know having a hand in a story is and Mm -hmm. so like I totally could see the arguments like. Because the number one thing about this game is the way it looks. You won't lose that by having it just being like a, a like a, a short film or like, you know, a short cartoon. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I do think I remember there is a value to having a, a hand in the story. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my friends and, uh, and I had this conversation in high school a long time ago. And she was saying, she's like, there's just certain things that you just can't do in in books or movies that you can do in video games because you don't have a hand in those. You know, yeah. you're going to have a higher level investment when you can input controls and, and, you know, and see it happen on screen. Yeah. yeah. And it's just you always know? that like, 
you know, just even like uh, I'm reading this book right now about um, it's like an island. It reminds me very much of like Colombia. It's like southern ish, like 1800, 1900 just vibe, and. It's like a island that broke off during the Civil War, and they're like obsessed with words, and they like, uh, it's like almost like they're God, and they have like, uh, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog, mm-hmm. and slowly the letters are falling off the side, so they're taking no. it as a side from God that they can't use those letters anymore, so they're changing the way they talk and write and things to not, they can't use the letters if they fell, and like I really like the world and it's really cool, but again it just feels very. I'm appreciating the characters and the voice and things like that, but there's none of the investment of it because it's just, I don't have a hand in this. It's just happening. And it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things I think about video games. That's why they're awesome. It's just, okay. you are a, a participant. I feel like it's always worth asking when games start to feel like we're being shown something versus something we're stepping mm-hmm. through. And this right. continued on that back and forth. But I do agree that swimming and the, the feeding the apple to the guy was definitely... Yeah. Those, were, I those think were moments. We're going to find the game eventually. It's like, did this have to be a game? I don't right. know. Eventually, I, we'll For sure. For sure. It, and there are already some out there, you know, but regardless. For the podcast. You know what? There isn't anything out there, Mark. Trivial Tastemaker? That's right. That's Trivial right, Tastemaker. I wonder if After Party could have been, could have been, uh, I wonder if After Party could have been a better show than a, than a game. I would well, like I, I think, uh, like if you could have developed the characters a little bit more, and and like there was something about my Milo and Lola that maybe like I disliked or wasn't the way that they intended as much as a yeah. you know what I mean? Like I felt like, like those characters take... were were specifically written and or designed, and I wonder if like if I could have had their ideal version of it, would that have been better than my gameplay? It's the same thing as with the end of Mass Effect Three. You have so much input. So uh, much input. Let's not go too far. I'm just saying. I can't take the complaining <laughs> about that. But ending. as soon as you lose that control, you question it. It's like, oh, well, then why don't you just make a movie then? It's not know? like you didn't have control. It's just you didn't have a lot of control. I, I mean, I'm just saying, compared to me, I'm, I think, me too. Well, and we're going to talk about it again. I guess I said this before. <laughs> Mass Effect 3, the ending is the entire game. Yeah, it's just it's, it's fine. It, it, it closes up all the ends of all the all the branches that you were doing. Yep. The whole game is the ending. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, See, I think it goes back to that. I think the that, great that's... tragedy about Mass Effect 3's ending <laughs> is that <laughs> they actually did go and change it, and they have now set a precedent that if you angry internet kids complain enough, enough we'll, we'll they do will something do something about it. About it. And yeah. that's... Hey, I know. I was mad that they went back and changed me, it. Me as well, but we did get Sonic fixed. Okay? And oh, that was a decent God. movie. I'm just saying, if that's if Mass Effect had to uh, run so Sonic could walk or whatever, <laughs> then there. Okay, that's why. Mass Effect had to run so Sonic could walk. Well, let's run to the tastemaker because this is this is getting out of hand. Tastemaker, Dan. It is. Well, I'm gonna give Dave a second. Listen, you're well, listening to a Dave's laugh, which is contagious at times. Actual uh, current scoreboard, very interesting. We have a three-way tie. Mark one, Dave one, Dan one. I love a Anyone's game. Uh, yeah, and so well tonight it's not my game because I'm not playing. My, I played Dan's Got to Make the Tastemaker, which is my favorite game. Always very stressful. Um, I, I hope I this is one of the ones where you tell us how to play the game and then we change the rules before we start doing it. You know the game. This is a synonym challenge. Oh. Hey, um, Devolver Digital style. All these games are Devolver Digital games. Oh, oh um, boy. I don't go too crazy deep. I think you'll be able to figure out most of these. I am going to tell you how many words are in the final answer like the i'm gonna like if if it sounds like you used three words or you might question it don't worry i'm just gonna tell you this game's got three words this game's got two words whatever so that's what i'm gonna do to kind of so it doesn't align with the amount of words of the i think there are there's one or two on here that might make you say what how many and then i'm just gonna tell you it's one word you know right. okay getting serious okay you guys ready you got your uh, sounds uh boop yeah, Mark's gonna boop in classic boop. Dave, what are you feeling? Uh, Java. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're gonna go? You're gonna Java. go? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you that? Java no bother. Java, Java no bother. <laughs> okay, well, good. Here we go. Um, first synonym challenge: weighted ammunition. That is two words. Weighted ammunition. Name mm-hmm. a game. 
I could even give you the year it came out if you'd like. No. Weighted. Okay. Ammunition. Weighted ammunition. Oh, I feel like I know the. What is that game called? You can, remember, you could also guess, and I don't um, think that's. Oh, I could picture it. Okay, that's what cool. What is that game can, called? Can, can you say it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jabba. There you go. What's up, dude? Um, heavy bullets. No. Nailed it. Dave got the point. Wait, that's it. I can't. Yeah, that's it. I never heard of this game. I'm thinking of a different game. What is the I'm game also, I'm thinking about? It's like a roguelike where you throne. get lots of different guns. Maybe that's not a Devolver game. No, Heavy Bullets came out. Where is that? Uh, 2014. Are you thinking of older. Edge of the Gungeon? That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, that, no. that would not be heavy weighted no, ammunition. No, like, what is it? But that's what I was I've thinking. never heard of this game, but I just put it together from the words. All right, is, that's my new strategy. I'm not even the, thinking about the game. I'm thinking the about beauty the of this, right? So Dave's got a point. I've literally never heard of this game. Wait, it doesn't matter to me, dude. Because Dave, Dave never did either. Yeah. <laughs> Any All right. bullets. All right. So Dave's got one. Mm -hmm. I just gave Mark one. Wow. Um, no, Mark doesn't get one. Dave. Mark earned, bull, earned his on. one. Here, listen. Dave won. Nailed it. All yeah. right. Second question. Ready? Both of you? Mm-hmm. Giant spirits. Boop. Uh, boop. Go ahead. Titan Souls? Correct. Yes. I was like, I was like, enormous. <laughs> you know what's had underrated a... game? Titan Souls. Oh, I didn't tell you it was two words. It was two words. You got it. Was two words, fine. But um, got it. Underrated game. Great. You game. can actually let's do this. Ask me if you're not sure of how many words. Otherwise, sure. I'm not gonna tell you. Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, third game. You guys are tied up. This is very intense. I'm clenched. Um, sidestep. Sidestep. How many words? One word. Okay. This is exactly Side the one that, that inspired my rule. Uh, how many bo how many call bo guesses do we get? Like, can we like? I think it's until you get it right. Right. Or wrong. Okay. I guess so one, uh, Jabba. Um. Avoid. <laughs> avoid. No. 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 no, no. I think um, let's, let's give you two two each. Let's do that to be fair. Uh, I'll I'll boop. Um, sidestep. Strafe? Yes. Yes! What is that game? <laughs> I've never the heard game of came out in... Hold on. Oh, right. I was going to go Dodge next, but that would have been It was on PS4. <laughs> Sidestep is a first-person shooter, but yeah. Okay. It's like a Doom wannabe. Uh, you know what? Okay, cool. You know what's funny? When I think of the word strafe, you know what I think about? I the think C about... The C buttons on the N64 controller. Yes! That's exactly wow. what I think. <laughs> you guys are brain. weird. It's almost Nobody. like your cousins. <laughs> I know, it's just like playing like GoldenEye or Perfect Yeah, because that's the strength. first time I ever heard the word strafe. That's probably why it is. is I don't know word. if... I think Jedi Knight was the first time I ever understood the concept of what strafing was. Strafing. Before that, I was like, sidestep. Uh, anyway, sidestep. Um, this one's likely to upset you both. Probably. But you know what? It's fine. Chrome Canine Confusion. Chrome Canine mm -hmm. Confusion. Confusion. Chrome. Boop. This is that. Um, Mark. Metal Wolf Anarchy. No. no. Oh, Metal Wolf Chaos. Correct. Ah. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Do it. That's the, like, is, isn't that yeah. the um. That's the the FromSoft game. Yeah, dude. the FromSoft game. They I, I had I, I had written down Metal Blank Panic, and then, and then you gave me the Chaos, and I was like, oh, I know what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give him the Chaos; you gave him the Metal Wolf. Yeah. But then you were like, wolf. oh, then you heard it. Anyway, this is getting saucy. You guys are saucy. Too. Here we go. Um, all right. This one, this one might be more of a speed one again. So I'm just getting you guys ready for the, the boom. Wait, how the many blade? words is this one? Oh, all right. That was, uh, four. <laughs> oh God! All right. The blades of copycat. The the blades of copycat, and this is four words. Is that what you said? Yes. I mean, four four. It's as many words as I just said. Copycat. Yeah, the blades of copycat. Copycat. I always the, love the ones where you're like, this is a quick one, and then you're. It's, it's no, this I, I said that one about the. Oh well, yeah, I guess. Java. Uh -huh. The Swords of Mimic. No. <laughs> it's copycat is throwing me off. Yeah, Mimic, copycat. I will admit, I'm not totally proud of my choice for this one, but uh, I think it works. Uh, 
Remember, you get two guesses each, so Dave can go again after Marco's. Uh, That's your nah, cue to... can't be that. <laughs> like, like Mark. Echo, but no, it can't be Echo. It's a sound. You would have picked copycat for sound. He he might. He uh, just, look, well, he will. You don't, just, don't think he'll go first definition. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Uh, boop boop. Good. The, the swords of clones. <laughs> no, no. I'm not totally in love with this one, but Dave, you can try again. I don't know. Um, I got nothing for copycat. Maybe um, I think I knew the game. I have no idea what you're talking about. I feel like this game was recently in the news too, so it's like, cool. It's working out in my favor. I, I mean, I it's really know. only it's I'm, only two words to figure it. out. I got All right, nothing. Dave's uh, nothing. The I swords of Ditto. Ditto. Copycat. <laughs> I, the, you tell me a synonym for the word Ditto, and I will. I wouldn't have picked Ditto. <laughs> I would have picked mm, this game. Well, look, look. All right. The, this you, next man. one's gonna blow your minds. Right. We're tied two two, right? Two two still all correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So far, only one bad egg. Not too bad. No. It's um, fine. Gorilla external. Two words. Uh, oh, uh, yes, um, Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ape Out. Yep. Ah, oh, Ape Out. I was thinking the game with the ape where you go crazy. I don't know what the name of the title was. Ape Out. <laughs> what was <laughs> it? Uh, external? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so was that you guys have... I heard it's supposedly look, good, yeah. It looks yeah. amazing. We should probably play it on Dinosaur Machines. Game called Podcast. Oh, it looks um, like games podcast. I am certain this will be a speed one, and if there's a tie, I have one more to break it. Oh, boy. Okay. The Crimson Chords Gang. Boom, boom. Mark? The Red Strings Club. Yes. Yes. All right. Underrated. Three, three. <laughs> this All next right. one will this be one word. It will break the tie. And it's... Wait, wait, wait. I need a, I need a breath. Hang on. Okay, take a breath. It's, all right, just listen. Woo! Just so you know. Okay. Mark and Dave and me are tied right now. The winner of this question breaks that tie and takes the lead. In this, the 16th the season of this Dinosaur Machines one. Game Club podcast. Right. Um, again, so I'm, I'm going to use many more words. It's a one-word game name, but I'm going to use a lot more than that. Just, again, I'm just making this completely ready. fair. So, ready? Yep. 60 seconds. Boop. Are you putting 60 seconds on the clock? Or No. Oh. Boop, boop. boop. No. Boop. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, is Dave, that? Dave, Dave wasn't sure. Wait, okay. that's not fair. No, that's not fair. You're right, because Dave thought I was putting 60 seconds on the clock. And can, you thought I was... You I knew. thought... Can I... Can I still... Go ahead. You can, can say you same can minute. Guess. Go ahead. You, you can guess. Yeah, you can guess. But it's like Dave, game where you only have one minute, and then you die, right? It's correct. Do I win? Dang. No, because Dave doesn't... No! no, you can't. I can't do that. Dave... Dave did that's not tough. know... I was building it all up. Dave didn't know I was done building it all up. You have to see well, how you that's said, not fair. You said it was... I understand. Yeah. You said it was many words, and it's only going to be one word. No, you and said you one said word. Two no, words. But then I said 60 seconds. Like, 60 you know, seconds. Uh, and I no, was like... Mark, you got to... Well, I don't understand. It's okay. Mark? No, Mark can have it. I'll, I'll no, he it can't. Up. Why because, can't Mark have it? <laughs> because I have one more. You have a second tiebreaker. I'm making them up as I go, Okay. Oh, um, this will live in dinosaur I, machines infamy. The time where Mark I, I don't, had I don't the like, point, but I don't Dave's like confusion. That I did that. I wish I said I set it up so good until I one moment. Uh, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, man. Oh, yeah, you can have it. You can have it. Dave says until- I can have it. Let me have it. <laughs> Come on, man! I got one silver monkey. <laughs> I thought you were about to play the pandemic. I knew the game. Mode. I knew the game because it's like a game where you you have one minute and then you die. Yeah. You play Come on. Oh, I know the game. God. Come on, right. Dan. I, gu- Come I on. guess. I mean. <laughs> I'm not. I am beyond. I'll take the pity. I'll take the pity point. I know, but. It's not Dave, even a pity point. I Dave's understand being the so rules. good right now, and I want to reward that with a fair shot. <laughs> <sighs> Hold on. How about. If I win the silver monkey for the season, there's an asterisk next to it. No. No, we're going to do yeah. one more because I was going to do this one. Hold on. We're going to do it right now. I was thinking about doing this before. <sighs> and we're going to do it. Um, Can right, you let ready? me know when, when you're ready? I just I just got confused because he said it was going to be many words, but yeah. then the answer is only going to be one word. And then his phrase was 60 seconds, which is only two words. That's not many. 
Okay. We've just we established that. That's why time. I got confused. Yeah, so, and then I assumed that he, he was saying I, that's how much time is on the clock. <laughs> Look, I, hate reason, I hate this so much. For, for that reason, we're doing one more. All right. Here we go. This is a it's both a two word hint and a two word answer. Just to be clear, there's no time involved. There's as much time <laughs> as we want. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Tall Netherworld. Two words in the answer. Tall Netherworld. In spite of it sounding like three. I just realized that. Tall Netherworld is the hint. The answer is two words. It's tiebreaker. Sweet. Now you're thinking. I've never heard of this game. Um, You haven't, but you've heard of the word tall. You've heard of the word Netherworld. I'll just guess. Dave? Oh, Mark? Uh, Giant Hell? No. No. Dave, do you have a counter guess? Um, yeah, I guess I'll have a guess. Uh, okay. You went with giant. That was the word you used? Giant? I did use giant. Okay. Large hell. No. <laughs> large hell? No. All right, Mark, you, all right. See, this is good. This is like a fair Is it good though? It is. You're going to get it. Tell me your guess, Mark. Uh, I gotta come up with one. You do. Tall hell. Now it was tall underworld. Now tall nether. Tall netherworld is my hint. The game has two words in it. Tall hell is my hint. High hell. Yes. There yes. Now that is an earned point. Does everyone feel good about it? I sure. feel good about it. Right. You feel good Plug about it. it. Feels good about it. Every time, every it. single one that he said, I was like. Just, I'm like, Katana Zero. It's going to be Katana Zero. <laughs> 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 sword, sword, value. DLC coming. I'm ready. I'm ready Is for it. it. When, dude? I feel like I forgot. I My Is body's ready. Come on, Justin. Come on, man. What are you doing? Anyway. Come on, Justin. This was busy? the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. If Dave gets the machine ready, we would like to remind you. Hey, mm-hmm. listener, thank you for listening and to the Dinosaur Machines Leave us a Game voicemail. Tell us. Just tell us something you're playing right now. It's kind of hard. You can reach out. Well, you know. Literally tell us about anything. We'll talk about it. Tell us about your <laughs> pant size. Tell us oh, about your spectrums. Yeah. We'll talk By about it. By the way, I'm still very flattered that you thought I was a 28 pant size. It's really nice. You and my head are very, like, thin. Thank you. Again. You're like, if you took the cloak off the grease, grease girl, that's, that's me. What I, her waistline, <laughs> that's me. that Stan's body, basically. That's, wow. That's, I think uh, that's good. But yeah, uh, leave feet. us uh, some nice words or review also on all the places you listen to a podcast. Connect with us on Twitter. We're Dino underscore Machines. I'm at Magrocrack. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate, and I have the results of the machine. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'm at Dino Mac, really wondering where we're playing next uh, week. Oh, we're, we're playing messenger. The Messenger. Oh. Oh. Ninja right. Vanish, and that means, Mark, I mean, that we will more than likely have more a than guest. likely. Well, we need there to might confirm. be a listener. There, there's confirm. been a listener who's been waiting for this episode. Listener, check your email. Our people are going to call your people. Maybe we'll have a special guest on next time. Maybe. It's going to be upsetting when like somebody, like one of our unknown listeners that we don't know at all, is like, "Oh my god, it's me." It's this is me. the this is my moment. <laughs> Just, I love the messenger. That will be the next time, listener. Then, as always, uh, we love you. Stay safe. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good night.